MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Good morning, everybody. It is Sunday, and we are bringing you a latest update on the situation between Israel and Gaza. We'll start first with just the macro level and zoom out. Unfortunately, almost 2,300 Palestinians so far have been killed in the hostilities between the two. And it appears right now that a complete humanitarian disaster is unfolding. Currently, uh, there has been a uh, warning that we brought previously. Israel gave a 24-hour notice of evacuation for 1.1 million people. In the midst of all of that evacuation, there have been nightmarish scenes as nearly a million people try to flee to the south. One instance in particular kind of highlighting both the difficulty of reporting and also the difficulty for the civilians on the ground. Nearly 70 were killed in a convoy. It's unclear um, what the actual cause of death. There's a lot of uh, debate between the two, but it does highlight, you know, that their deaths themselves, just how difficult it is right now as that situation is unfolding. All of this comes as uh, the news breaking from Israel They are warning of a final preparation that has been completed for the assault into Gaza. Some actual indications, Crystal, about what those military operations may look like. It looks like it will be an occupation of northern Gaza and a destruction both of Hamas leadership, militants going after tunnels, weapon stockpiles and more. The problem, of course, is that Hamas is deeply embedded within the Gaza population. Many of the people who are, quote unquote, left behind are elderly, infirm, wounded in hospitals, for example, as well as children. And so all of this humanitarian nightmare is the backdrop as we also see, you know, a geopolitical crisis unfolding in terms of how major nation states are also responding. Right. So just to to emphasize where we are in terms of the humanitarian crisis in Gaza, you'll recall that um, Gaza has long been under a blockade. Israel has upped the ante with the complete siege, denying any access to food, fuel, water, electricity. Um, There are now reports that the uh, entire enclave densely packed with more than two million people is almost completely running out of water. So you have uh, a dire situation on that front. 
You have fresh evacuation orders, which groups like the UN have said are going to cause a humanitarian calamity. The main hospital is in the evacuation zone. That hospital our system already facing collapse because of the lack of electricity, um, already running on generators, already overwhelmed in terms of trying to deal with the wounded. They are saying this morning they are not going to evacuate. They're unable to evacuate. It's just completely unfeasible. So that gives you a sense of just how dire things are there on the ground, in addition to the now thousands, um, including quite a lot of children in this very young enclave who have been killed. Uh, in addition, as Sagar mentioned, you know, as as bad as that all sounds, we're at the point of risking a much wider war. Um, the U.S. announcing they're sending an additional uh, carrier group into the region. That is a massive uh, amassing of, of military firepower very nearby. But perhaps even more noteworthy, um, you now have Iran indicating that they do not particularly want to get involved, but that they will have to get involved, they say, if the Israeli operation in Gaza continues. This is according to a report in Axios. Let me just read you a little bit of that so I can get the specifics absolutely correct. Iran sent a message to Israel on Saturday stressing it does not want further escalation in the Hamas-Israel war, but that it will have to intervene if that Israeli operation in Gaza continues, according to two diplomatic sources with knowledge of the situation. So behind the scenes, they say the Iranian foreign minister met with a UN envoy to the Middle East on Saturday in Beirut, um, that is where uh, the U.N. envoy urged the Iranians to help prevent a spillover of the conflict in Gaza and Israel to the wider region. But the Iranian foreign minister replied, Iran does not want the conflict to turn into a regional war, wants to try to help with the release of civilians who are being held hostage by Hamas in Gaza, but stressed that Iran has its red lines. He said if the Israeli military operation continues, and especially if Israel follows through on its promise of a ground offensive in Gaza, which again, appears to be imminent, Iran will have to respond. Uh, in addition, the Iranian foreign minister said he met Hezbollah leader Nasrallah in Lebanon and that all scenarios were considered. Says Iran cannot remain a spectator as if scope of war expands. The U.S. will suffer heavy losses as well. That last part per Al Jazeera, and I don't think I have to emphasize to anyone what an incredibly dire scenario that would be if we have a broader war throughout the Middle East region bringing in Iran. Yeah, I think we're on the precipice of a major war, Crystal. Unfortunately, I don't see a situation out of it. Already, the uh, the president, you know, has been sending some messages about Palestinian civilians. Uh, there was a tweet earlier this morning. But the truth is, is that the actual diplomatic major effort in order to open the actual Gaza-Egyptian border has already failed and does not appear to be open. Already, they tried to negotiate where 500 American citizens who are inside of Gaza would be able to cross into Egypt. Egypt actually blocked the crossing, said, no, we'll only do that if we allowed aid through. And then Israel actually did not agree to allowing the aid into uh, into Gaza because they said they want to screen weapons. But this just highlights, for example, the nightmare situation, which is unfolding. These people don't have anywhere else to go. And one of the, you know, we're going to talk, I think, a lot about and break uh, some of this down. But I think we do need to emphasize how dangerous the situation is right now. Two carrier strike groups is an unprecedented amount of firepower in the region. Don't forget, you know, we haven't seen that type of uh, posturing in the Middle East really since the days of the Iraq war, just to give people an idea. And we are talking here about Hezbollah and Israel, which already, as of this morning, Crystal, were exchanging fire both inside of Lebanon and across the border, confirmed 
incidents, including multiple Israeli strikes on the Lebanese soil, which, you know, every step closer to not only a two front war leads to an expansion both inside of Israel and will not leave the United States untouched. I cannot emphasize this enough. There is no way that this stays contained to the situation without involving us specifically because of the Biden administration and really the bipartisan support um, that very easily could lead us into a wider conflict. Yeah, and so far, uh, Biden, Tony Blinken, as you mentioned, um, oh, I mean, almost all of Congress, with very few exceptions, has said, uh, you know, Israel has a right to defend herself. I don't think hardly anyone would uh, disagree with no. that. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, backing them unequivocally with really very few words and certainly no actions intended to curb the civilian damage that's being inflicted on uh, innocent Gazans at this point. So it was striking to hear at least a different tone from President Biden this morning, which I think speaks to his concerns about the risk of a broader conflagration, where he says in a tweet, we must not lose sight of the fact that the overwhelming majority of Palestinians had nothing to do with Hamas's appalling attacks and are suffering as a result of them. I mean, I take that as an indication. They also are very concerned about this thing spiraling out of control into a broader war that, um, you know, becomes basically right. uncontrollable at that point. Uh, yeah, uh, as I said, we well, I just wanted to give you know, everybody a quick update. I know everybody's anxious. Uh, just to recap, humanitarian disaster unfolding. There is no current route out of Gaza for any of these people to go. In terms of the overall offensive, we don't know when it's going to happen. They said 24 hours. It wasn't 24 hours. Um, there are previous, actually, uh, incidents, Crystal, where Israel intentionally will misdirect as to when it is going in in order to clear out Hamas tunnels and other military uh, operation centers inside of Gaza in order to throw them off their feet. We won't know until we know. Uh, we are all on standby here over at Breaking Points. And then the major, major thing that we all have to be and paying attention to is the possibility of a much wider conflict. If Hezbollah gets involved in this war, we are talking about tens of thousands of Israelis who will be killed. Not to mention the broader escalation that could, you know, occur on behalf of the United States, and who knows whether uh, what agreements have been made as to U.S. involvement, whether we would get involved into a broader war with Lebanon, and then how Iran itself will uh, will respond. You know, they've they've talked now; uh, they've made a pretty declarative statement. Are they going to follow through on it or not? Those are all the big questions. Yeah, that's right. So as Sagar mentioned, of course, we're going to continue to monitor today. We'll also, of course, have complete coverage for you tomorrow on the main Breaking Points show. Um, thanks so much, guys, for trusting us to to cover this story to the best of our ability. We take that responsibility very seriously, and uh, we will see you guys very soon. That's right. We'll see you tomorrow. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.